Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Very pleased to have my very special guest, Matt Daniels, Ravenwood High School Football, Scott Blade, Independence High School. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Yeah. Thank you. Big game, obviously, tonight. Uh, you know, there's a lot on the line. Some of this you're probably not looking ahead to, but I am. Uh, but in terms of region implications, the winner obviously finishes second. But if you even look a little bit further, which again, I know you guys probably don't do like, like I'm doing, you're going to host a first round game, you finish second. Third, obviously, you go on the road. But add to that, you finish second. Now you're in a bracket with Cane Ridge and Franklin being the next game. If you lose this game, then your second round opponent would potentially be Brentwood. Are those things that you guys consider? Is it all about tonight or? Well, I guess I can address that first. I mean, we, like you alluded to, we don't like to think too far down the road, but we're also dealing with 15, 16, 17 year old kids, you know, who are, are thinking about playoffs and all the different scenarios. So of course it's, it's somewhere in the back of our minds, but you know, all we can control is, is what's happening uh, during the game tonight. And, you know, we've had a, a couple matchups about three years in a row where the, the playoffs are on the line in this game, no matter what it is. It's, it's for a seeding. Um, you know, a, a couple years ago, it was for the region championship. So this is nothing new for our teams to, to be playing that last week and, and having, you know, a pretty significant thing on the line in terms of playoffs. Coach? Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, we don't – we're aware we have made the playoffs. We've qualified. We are aware – our kids are aware that we're their second or third pending the outcome, and we're aware that we're going to play either – Stewart's Creek or Smyrna, depending on the outcome of their game. So we're all aware of that. Um, it's not the most important thing is the game at hand. Uh, this is a, another rivalry game, a, an incredible end to a regular season for both teams as far as the schedules we've played. These are, these are uh, pretty impressive. And so it's just it's, it's a big, big night for Williamson County football and the Ravenwood community and Independence community. And uh, we'll – Whatever happens, we'll deal with where we're playing next week and who we're playing, <laughs> and we'll deal with that on a Saturday. <laughs> it's nice to know you're going to be playing, though, right? I Absolutely. Mean, that's better than the alternative. Absolutely. Coach Daniels, your team's playing really well right now, and to me, since that loss against Brentwood, and not that you ever want to lose, you know, I, as a coach, I never thought losing was a good thing ever. But I think sometimes it can maybe – ignites you a little bit. Do you think maybe since that game y'all have been on a little bit of a mission or is that a coincidence? I, I do a little bit. You know, I go back and forth. Uh, you know, a couple famous coaches are known for saying, you know, there's no such thing as a good loss. Um, you know, I'd like to think uh, I'm a little bit more cerebral than that and, and kind of consider uh, certain things from, from outcomes of, of various games. But obviously something was ignited in our boys and, and our staff. And, you know, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, I think you've seen um, them kind of ratchet down a little bit and, and play some really good football and use our team speed to our advantage. And, you know, offensively, I think we've kind of been doing the same thing. I think we've played a little bit better the last couple of weeks, but we still feel like offensively, we, we have some things to improve upon, which the way we've been playing, I think, is, uh, is a good thing to, to be at this point of the year and still see some, some room for improvement. Coach Blade, I know you were talking about the implications of, of this game uh, earlier, but do you sell this as kind of a first-round playoff game? or? Uh, you, you know, we, we, like I said, we make our kids aware of if they win, they get to host a game. Uh, they get to come back for the seniors. They get to come back to uh, our – home field one more time um, and if but that 
Uh, we don't put a, a ton of premium on it. The kids know what's at stake. We are what we are. Um, we've been in these situations all, all year with uh, uh, incredible odds to overcome and uh, mountains to climb, uh, so to speak. Uh, we're just trying to get still, still trying to get better. Coach said it, and I, I believe it. I'm watching his tape. I've, I mean, he he plays a Centennial beginning of the year. Well, we played Centennial the next week, so I get their tape. Right. He played Blackman. We played Blackman the next week. I got that tape. He knows that. That's not any secret. That's part of the trades. <laughs> um, and any, anyways, you can get whatever tape you want anyhow. But so I have seen a progression, and I've seen obviously Franklin. Uh, Ravenwood, then Brentwood, Ravenwood, and then of course the last couple trades, and you see a progression, and the real good teams continue to get better. Maybe as coaches recognizing uh, weaknesses they've adjust, uh, addressed, or uh, the players where the light finally comes on. Um, so, you know, you can see that with uh, Ravenwood. Um, they're a, a terrific team that keeps getting better, um, and we're expecting. Uh, the best possible Ravenwood team tonight. Uh, for us, it's been uh, a, a lot of youth, a lot of ups and downs. Um, last week, we all dealt with weather situations, and we all, you know, all of us had pretty tough games as well. Um, so you, you, you know that um, tonight we're going to see the best Ravenwood team we're, we, we can possibly see, and we're hoping that uh, we can make a game of it and stay in this thing and uh, have some fun with it. Now, these are my words, not your words, but I think you guys are similar in some ways. I think you both have, really, for lack of a better description, maybe the cool factor. Coach is a little bit older. I haven't been called cool in a long time. Uh, Coach is but. a little older. Coach Daniel's a little younger. But I would say this, and I've noticed this. I think your players love playing for you. I, I really do. Obviously, you're a little bit different personality, but – I bet if you back Coach Daniels up, or, or excuse me, Coach Blade up about 10 or 15 years, he probably had the flat bill hat on too, like Coach Daniels. <laughs> but is that important to you, Coach? We've talked about this before, that guys enjoy playing for you. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I mean, I think any coach, I, I think the two best compliments you can get as, as a coach, and, and really in any sport, is that your players love playing for you. Um, and that your players look like they enjoy the game and they're playing relaxed. And, and if you know, if, if you can get those compliments and keep that consistent, you know, where, where people from the outside can see that uh, year in and year out, I think you're doing a really good job as a coach. So thank you for, for saying that for both of us. But um, I, I don't know. There might be some similarities there. We've always gotten along. So <laughs> yeah. I think there's, there, I think there's, there's something to respect that. respect and there's a, you know, he does a great job. And I think uh, there's a mutual uh, respect. And uh, I, like I said, I, uh, we don't hang out. You know, I've, I don't hang out with many people, but um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe someday we will. Uh, but um, I think he does a great job. But I do think you can see his, when he first came into Ravenwood, the immediate impact yeah. uh, he had on his players and, his, and the culture. The culture. Uh, like you said, if your players can play relaxed, my, 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 I want my players to give me everything. Give me everything. They're going to get everything out of me. I'm never going to miss. I'm never going to be late. I'm going to be there no matter what. Um, my kids know that. They, uh, uh, and again, I appreciate the compliment too. If they'll play with everything they got, then it's okay. The wins and the losses. Uh, we've lost some games this year, and honestly, they were just better. I mean, we're out there with sometimes five sophomores that it, we're going to go through these uh, lumps, so to speak. As long as they're giving you everything you got, I think that's a 
that's a positive thing. So then if you do lose, you're not, you're not on, uh, at home, you know, just drowning in your sorrows, so to speak. You're, okay, well, my kids did everything they can. We lost. Um, I think probably when I was his age, I, uh, I was probably not, wasn't good enough. I mean, you, you, you dwell on those losses and those other, those negative feelings uh, longer than you probably should. Um, but I think the community, the county's got some great kids, and really, you've had a chance to talk with all the coaches. I know from a, a basketball, but getting in the football and doing these interviews, you see these are these are real dudes. Yeah, they care about their kids, they care about their programs. They're putting everything they got into it, um, and that's all we can ask is that the kids that play for us they do the same and let bygones be bygones, and the wins take care of the losses and all that other stuff. Coach Blade, let me ask you this, and I'm going to ask Coach Daniels a similar question about expectations. But if you would have gone back 10 weeks, 11 weeks, and said, we're going to enter that Ravenwood game and a win means second place, would you have taken that? Yeah, um, just because there's so many holes, so to speak, um, and lack of depth and, and uh, really just so many unanswered questions. Yeah. And then, again, playing the schedule without a lot of depth you know, we're not going to be 100% healthy uh, tonight, but uh, nobody is right now. But you, it could have been a lot worse. Mm -hmm. You lose a couple, three of the wrong guys, and, you know, we're not scoring a point. We're not tackling a soul. Um, so uh, if you would have said that, you know, and, and, and that was the goal, too, to, be, to always make that week 10 relevant mm -hmm. um, because the kids will shut down. If, if not, if it doesn't mean anything, um, kids are looking for something else. And, and then it becomes ugly. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pleased to be where we're at. Uh, we know we've missed uh, some opportunities, but at the same time, you know, we've taken advantage of others. So, Well, you've certainly made Week 10 relevant. Coach Daniels, you guys maybe a little bit different expectations than independence coming into the season, uh, ranked number one in the state there for a time. How about you guys? Have you felt the season has gone so far, expectation versus where you're at? Well, I think, you know, obviously one of our goals uh, is first and foremost to win the state championship. And, you know, you feel like in order to do that, then you, you should win the region and set yourself up as, as the number one seed to have, you know, I guess on paper what would be, quote unquote, the easiest path. But, you know, the, the schedule that we play, not, not only um, this year non-region, but when you have to play Brentwood and Independence and Centennial and Franklin, no disrespect to Dixon County, but, you know, when, when you play these Williamson County yeah. rivals uh, week in and week out and, you know, you mentioned injuries. And I, I think all of our teams could agree that we don't have depth uh, the way that, that football is going in terms of just the numbers. We don't have uh, the depth just in, in terms of sheer numbers that we've had in the past. Uh, and I think uh, that plays a huge role uh, throughout the season. So we're very happy where we're at right now. You know, we have a chance uh, tonight with a win to finish 9-1. and one. Uh, which would be our best uh, regular season record, uh, I think, in five years. So when you look at it that way, although it's not that undefeated regular season and, and region championship, uh, still would, would put our team in a position to, to make a run for the ultimate goal. And, and obviously, I mean, the, uh, the regular season may in some ways be as impressive or more impressive to win the region, but ultimately people are going to remember the end. Uh, you know, I think people have forgotten maybe that Brentwood won the region last year they automatically maybe thought you guys did because you went further in the playoffs. So it's obviously a postseason kind of sport like all sports are now, uh, and that's what they're going to remember 
anyway. Coach Blade, let's talk a little bit of offense here. Obviously, Ethan had a tough week last week, but the weather probably had something to do with it. You guys, I don't know if you notice this or know this, in your wins, you're scoring 36 points a game. In your losses, less than 10. Uh, obviously, you've been pretty pleased with the play of Ethan. He gets a lot of attention. Uh, Ethan Cash, that is. Chase Bishop coming on lately for you. Who else are some guys that you've been really pleased with in their play since you and I have talked? Well, Ethan actually played really well last week. We, had, uh, considering the fact that uh, it was raining, um, we we've we've dropped the ball way too much um, for my liking. The last three weeks, um, we feel like we're you know making improvements there. We feel like we're making a concerted effort. That group we still think is uh, improving, but I thought Ethan threw the ball with rain and uh, and. And what we do with our offense, I thought he threw the ball at times well enough to give us a chance. Um, the two, the two of the losses, you know, obviously to uh, Pearl Cone and um, Brentwood, yeah, we didn't score again. Had a lot of drops. Our offense is built on you know staying ahead of the chains, and we're not talking just chuck and duck. You know, these are concentration errors. These are um, lack of focus errors. Um, the, the Pearl Cone game could have been different. Um, you know, we had a snap the first series, that, you know, uh, that went two feet over our punter's uh, head. Uh, they get the ball first and go on the four. Uh, then come out, which 20 to nothing, come out. And uh, again, we thought we were close. We just needed to hit a few few plays. Considering how athletic and fast, they, they are super. Let's not mix words here. They're yeah. super athletic every single position and faster than us at every single position. Um, so I thought our, a lot of our kids really did some good things, but not as a team. As a team, you know, we failed. The, but um, our kickoff team uh, in the rain coming out second half laid an egg, and uh, they started off 27-0. So now we're behind the eight ball even more. Um, so, and you know, the, the offense will be fine. We'll do what we can do. Uh, they got a terrific defense. Uh, we'll take what, whatever we can get out of it. Defense has got to run around. They do uh, a ton of different looks and a ton of different, uh, a great variety of stuff. And coach does a great job with his, uh, that unit and they, uh, and they're very experienced and very skilled. Their quarterback is, uh, maybe one of the better headsy quarterbacks we've seen you know in a while in this county uh, he makes plays uh, with his feet and with his uh, arm um, so it'll be interesting I mentioned to see who I don't know how this thing's going to go I just know that it's a uh, we feel like we're a bit of the underdog here this is a very talented team this is a team that's um, maybe peaking at the right time that we're going against and uh, try and line up and do the best we can coach Daniels and coach Blade led me to my next question talk about Brian Garcia and what he means to your team. Obviously a great leader. I do see this sometimes. I bet you're thinking, go down, Brian. <laughs> you know, that, that guy's tough, and he's not real big. You know, it, yes, and, and it, until lately that's been kind of my uh, my <laughs> mantra with him. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things, though. We, we are uh, where we're at at this point of his senior season uh, as an offense because of him. I mean, everything revolves around him, and that doesn't mean that, you know, 
he's the guy and he's got a big head and all that stuff. But it's, you know, it's a spread offense and it, it goes as the quarterback goes. And uh, what I've seen specifically over the last month is just some some maturity out of him that, that really we hadn't seen up, up until this point. And part of that is natural and part of that is him feeling the clock tick down on his, his senior uh, season and thus his career. So it's kind of cool to see that. Uh, he's been really dedicated to film study and to, to you know, getting in my head a lot more uh, in terms of, of making sure he's, he's on the same page as, as I am. So uh, he's, he's a fun player to coach. Uh, definitely going to miss him among others next year. But, um, you know, he's, he's starting to take uh, responsibility, you know hey, that was a bad throw, or, you know, I put it in the wrong spot, I, I made the wrong call here, and, and that's leadership. Talk about Tony Rice, too, and what he's done. Yeah, underrated. Uh, underrated running back for sure. I mean, he's tough. He's got a low center of gravity, uh, really good hands out of the backfield, too, and um, he's a guy the last couple weeks, I mean, he's, he's had uh, two rushes for 70-plus yard uh, touchdown runs and, uh, you know, outrunning. Uh, Kane Ridge, who's an extremely fast team, and uh, a couple of those guys from Smyrna, too. So, uh, you know, he's playing good football at the right time as well. So uh, just as an offense, we're trying to improve every week. And, you know, we've got the luxury of having some guys to be able to spread the ball around and, and try to keep defenses on their toes. You know, week to week, we're going to see double teams on Andrew Mason, on, on Brennan Stool, the tight end. And, and so we have to be ready to make adjustments. Ross Johnson stepped up too. Yeah, absolutely. Ross, Trevor Andrews, uh, Shane Craig is fully healthy now, and he's he's being inserted back uh, as a receiver as well. So, coach, you guys averaging thirty six points a, a year too, and I know as a fan of this game, I'll be you know watching this game tonight. Uh, I hope we see those offenses scoring thirty six points and higher. I think it's got a I think it's got a chance to be a real track meet. Let's talk about the defense a little bit, Coach Blade. I think the most underrated unit. For you as the defense, and I know the conditions were sloppy. Pearl Cone, less than 200 yards total offense, and I think it was, what, 75 that first drive. To go the rest of the game and give up 120-something yards is pretty darn impressive. It really is. The, the, like I said, I think that game, we, you know, we'd like to take away just about four or five plays, um, to, and then maybe there's a, a chance for us in there. Uh, but the defense is, you know, is playing around. They're just regular guys. They're regular high school kids. Uh, there's no superstars out there. They're just uh, flying around. Uh, they're starting to get it. Uh, that one 75-yard drive, you know, again, we have a lot of youth out there. Jumped off sides on fourth and four. I don't know what had happened, but they end up scoring on that drive. Um, and those are lack of maturity. Those are lack of uh, playing experience. Um, silly things that um, we'd, we'd like to, as coaches, they frustrate us to no end, but um, that takes time when you got youth out there and uh, they've got to make mistakes and hopefully learn from them. Are you a bottom line kind of guy in terms of win losses? But I, mean, I know you are in terms of, you know, whatever the score is. What do, are there some key things you look at in terms of gauging the success of your defense? Is it total yards? Is it total points? Is it a combination of the two? Uh, no, it, I, and I'm not a stat guy. You know, I think that uh, I'm not I, surprised I, to hear that. By the way, coaches do that. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm different than most. I don't read anything, or um, they have to tell me what they're doing. I kind of have a feel for who's doing well and who's not, and I know if they're not converting first downs or they're punting. Right. Defense is doing okay, uh, you know. And, uh, the rest of it, you know, we've got to keep. Uh, you know, uh, Garcia under 300 yards passing. Well, shoot, 
if he can throw 300 yards passing, but throw me five interceptions, he can have three. He can have 500 <laughs> yards for all I care. There, um, it really is just, you know, stopping them from scoring, um, you know, and giving us a chance, you know, offensively and offensively. You know, how much do we score? How much do they score? You know, for one point better than. Heck, it was a great game. <laughs> Coach Daniels, your team uh, defensively only giving up 15 points a game. Since Brentwood, 28 points total. Uh, you know, I know you guys have that uh, slogan, Raptor Fast. When I've watched you guys play, I'm like, that. I know that kind of applies to the offense. I'd say it about the defense, too. Definitely, and I think that's that's kind of been our advantage. And, you know, Jordan Smith, a uh, really, really good football player for us. Senior, he's committed to Richmond. Uh, he came off of an injury a few weeks ago, and you've kind of seen the defense perk up a little bit with his return. It gives us just an extra player there on the edge. He's a really smart player. Uh, you know, he, he ran a pump fake for us this last Friday, a 25, 30-yard game uh, gain at a really critical point. And uh, he's a guy that, you know, another senior leader that we can rely on. So great having him back. But, you know, I, I think I agree with, with Coach Blade. You know, bottom line in terms of really it's points. If we can stop them, you know, more often than not, um, you know, the Pulaski game, for example, 61 to, to 47. I mean, yeah. Stat guys aren't going to like the 47. They're not going to like 105 <laughs> offensive plays. They're not going to like 550 yards of offense. But guess what? It's a win. Yeah. And it was a win against a really good football team. So uh, some of those some of those games, you know, you just have to, to throw away or take with a grain of salt and, and, and focus on making stops. Would you guys, would you be surprised or not surprised if tonight turns out sort of like the Pulaski game or your centennial game last year? Would that <laughs> – uh, Do you think that's a possibility? Think, Is that in play? I think, for, honestly, for us to have a chance, we've got to, you know, it, it, can't, it can't be that way. I don't think we're um, built quite like uh, we've had, you know, in years past with uh, the quick strikes against, good, or against real good teams. We're not built the same way. Um, since week one we've had we have we used to have it where six plays or less is what we want to score and that's our, our thing statistically after six plays there's penalties there's offsides there's turnovers there's missed assignments so it's a quick strike offense we're not built that way this year we don't have that explosive guy like a tj sheffield or a nate johnson that can take a bubble screen or a quick screen and make a couple guys miss and he's 80 yards um so for us to uh, have success we you know we've had to have 10 play drives, 12 play drives, which is which is really hard to do consistently. Um, and I know uh, just from the way his his play calling and the, the, their shots deep, um, they need those explosive plays. They want the explosive plays too. Whether you get it out on, on, a, on a power run or, or a trick play or just a middle crossing route. I mean, we're both kind of built on explosive plays. We're not built as well as we'd like to be as years and pass on being able to uh, attack those uh, type of things. Coach Daniels, talk about that. Uh, last week I, I took a look on, on three of those touchdown passes. Ross Johnson, 59 yards. Trevor Andrews, 49 yards. Andrew Mason, 65 yards. In terrible weather, right? by the way. So. Right. Uh, you're probably more like what Coach Blades had in those previous years. You like that quick strike. Definitely, and you know, it's not necessarily intentional. You know, we do have a, a really good vertical game, but 
just referencing that game, you know, those were probably 15-yard throws max. Yeah. Um, and, and then the guys made, made something out of it. And, you know, when you got Andrew Mason, it's pretty easy for him to, to <laughs> yeah. make stuff out of, out of nothing. But those other guys, you know, I think they tell you they believe in their athleticism, but they're, they're not guys that are going to win a 100-yard dash and, <laughs> and things like that. So they were in the right spot. Uh, Garcia made great throws and, you know, of course, throwing another long run by, by Tony Rice as well. So I, I think the, the idea is, if for our offense, at least if if we can do a lot of different things uh, pretty well and just keep pounding and keep after it that eventually you know we are going to make that defense break and we are going to be able to take advantage when they do coach blade you talked about uh, last week's game a little bit and i saw your comments in the paper too you just flushed that one right because it means nothing this week you move on yeah i mean it's not i mean it you know us as coaches well, i hold on to things longer but uh, just on the missed opportunities and the mistakes um, players, the reality of it is, it's, it's kind of it's been the whole way all year. Win or lose, you celebrate Friday night, Saturday morning. It's we're looking at film, um, and win or lose, you got another big one uh, the following week. In you know six days, you know if you look at it in Saturday. So we had one game where it was uh, Dixon County was obviously struggling um, and has uh, not not done very well this year, uh, but. Other than that, it's win or lose. We're up working on the next one and then can't dwell on it. Got to line up, you know, within a week. Coach Daniels, you guys with a big 28-15 win over a really good Cane Ridge team. Uh, you had three fumbled snaps early. Obviously, the weather probably had something to do with that. It one did lead to a Cane Ridge safety, but... All in all, great performance by your team and a playoff kind of atmosphere, right? Definitely. I mean, minus the crowd, you know, it, it was there were, you know, it felt like there were playoff implications. It felt like the the teams thought, okay, we might be seeing each other again in the next couple of weeks. And uh, for us to start the way that we did and, and recover, very proud of our offense, very proud of Garcia for settling in there. I mean, that uh, that could be a lot of teams undoing, uh, mm -hmm. especially at home and, and without crowd support just because of the the weather. So. Pretty cool how we settled in. At one point, we were up um, 28 to, to two, um, you know, 28 to nine, and kind of let them uh, get some drives later in the game. But definitely proud of, of the way that, that the team put a, a whole game together there after those first three snaps. Um, special teams, the, the operation was incredible all night uh, in terms of guys making snaps and holds, and, and Luke Akers back there making sure he caught the punts, uh, punt snaps, et cetera. So. You know, it was a good game for us, but because of the weather, tough to think about game plan and all that um, as far as applying uh, in the future. So we, we kind of throw that one away, too. It's a non-region game. It was a good win, but this one's important tonight. Let's talk a little bit about tonight's game as we finish up here. Uh, the game, by the way, tonight played at Nolansville. It was great that you could work that out. I know your field, because of the weather, is in some pretty rough, <laughs> rough shape. Uh, but you're playing that game at Nolansville, which won't be a a much further drive for you. Obviously, it'll be a little bit different setup. We talked about this before. So the track meet type of game, obviously, Coach Blade, uh, he's talked about this. He doesn't really want to get into that kind of game. Is that something you're going to try to do? You want a, more of an up-tempo kind of game or just see how it shapes up as the game progresses? Our, our offense likes to, to push tempo, and, and sometimes you've got to react a little bit. You can't necessarily force the issue if you're playing behind the chains, you know, from the start. But but our offense, our boys like to push the tempo. So that's, that's the goal always going into a game. But sometimes as a play caller, I have to feel that out and see if that's necessarily the right thing. Coach Blade, you talked about a big thing for you guys would be basically keep that unit off the field. What are some other challenges maybe specifically for your defense? 
uh, when they're on the field? Well, you know, like I said, athletically, I think um, we're at a disadvantage um, pretty much all across the board. Um, I think they're uh, the most athletic team we've faced all year and well-coached. Um, and like we talked about earlier, we see them peaking at the prime time. Uh, so, you know, uh, we're going to try and line up and get, uh, you know, that they can do, they can throw the ball deep. They can, they got great running back, they great running backs, great quarterback. They got an incredible offensive line. So we don't have an advantage anywhere defensively. They just got to play hard and gang tackle, try and get the ball out, try, you know, try and uh, tip one up and uh, maybe us dive for it and catch it and turn one over. I mean, just got to play hard and see, you know, where the cards fall. Well, we're looking forward to tonight's game, gentlemen. I know you're busy. Really appreciate you guys being here. Of course, thanks Appreciate for having it. us. We'll see you next time on the Coach's Preview Show.